Welcome to Sex Savvy, where nothing is off limits. I'm Kimberly Resnick Anderson, your host and creator of Sex Savvy. I've been helping couples and individuals achieve optimal sexual health for more than 25 years. I am ready to share my unique insights and sex positive approach with the world. We'll talk about hang ups, kinks, fantasies, and function, what's hot, what's not, and most importantly, how to become sex savvy. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Sex Savvy. I'm your host, Kimberly Bresnick Anderson. This is part one of a two part episode on dating in Los Angeles, what it's like to be single in the big city. And I have three guests today who are going to be talking about hookup apps as the primary method of meeting people. These hookup apps and dating apps are here to stay. My guests are going to educate you today on which apps are their favorites and why. They're going to be talking about the pros and cons of Tinder versus Bumble versus Hatch versus Grinder versus OkCupid. If you're under 35, you've probably heard of all of these apps. If you're over 35, perhaps not. They're going to be talking about whether or not they've been catfished, whether they've been ghosted, or whether they've ghosted someone else. The ladies will be talking about the creepy vibes they sometimes get from online interactions and how they decide whether or not it's safe to meet up with someone in real life. They're going to be talking about how the sex works and whether it's satisfying when you hook up with a stranger for sex. They're going to be talking about how dating and meeting Someone's friends and family is actually more intimate to them than having sex. They're going to talk about whether they prefer hookup apps or the old-fashioned organic connections that people make on their own. They're going to be sharing their insights, their escapades, their horror stories, and so much more as I interview them about the role of these dating apps in their lives currently. I recruited a bunch of people to consider as guests for this episode, and I selected my three favorites, one man and two women, because I thought that these three are great examples of people who use these apps in a savvy way, who really are aware of the trends, the benefits, the drawbacks, the safety risks, and um, have great insight into the psychology around these apps and the role they play in people's lives. So in just a moment, you're going to be meeting my male guest, Morgan, and my two female guests, Kelsey and Mia. Please share your stories. If you met your soulmate, if you got married to someone you met on a hookup app, let me know. Also, let me know about your disasters and your mishaps. I'll be sharing some of these in episode two. And Without further ado, let's meet Morgan, Kelsey, and Mia. I'm here today with three LA singles who know the dating scene inside and out. So I'm going to welcome you each one by one. Morgan, welcome to Sex Hi, Savvy. Thank you. I made the cut. <laughs> you made the cut indeed. You are how old? I'm 38. And you are actively seeking dates, friends, sex on hookup apps. Yeah, all the above. All the above. Okay. Kelsey, welcome. Hi. How old are you? I'm 30. Okay. And you are actively 
looking for someone to be friends with, sleep with, marry? Sure. All the above? I wouldn't say looking, but I do like a good conversation every now and then. And are you open to a relationship? If it happened, yes. Okay. But my standards are just so high. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mia, welcome to Sex Savvy. Hi there. You are 25? Yeah. And are you actively using apps as well? Yeah, I peruse. You peruse. <laughs> All right. So let's start by having each of you share an overall impression trends that you've experienced personally or noticed online about hookup apps and dating apps in general. Why don't you go first, Morgan? What have I experienced? Tinder, I'm so over it, but I have two friends that got married off Tinder, so there must be something very magical about Tinder, but I feel like Tinder's lost that magic. Why? What changed? What's different? I don't know. I, I it's gross. It became gross. Did you say it's gross? Yeah. yeah I Kelsey think it, says Tinder's gross. Yeah. Bef- before, <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, before Hinge and Bumble and Raya, I think Tinder had soul to it. And now it's gross. What do you mean by gross? It's just like a sex app. It's like nobody cares. Nobody tries. Nobody even tries to have a conversation. They just expect sex out of you. Would you agree, Mia? Yeah. So if someone's on Tinder, they're basically looking to get laid. Yeah. yeah. You agree, and Morgan? I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a guy, so every app we're looking at. <laughs> so. But, you know, as far as like. Standards just, are a little lower on Tinder. Yeah, the lower So, what standards. are the apps that you guys like now that you use, if not Tinder? I like Bumble, Hinge. Hinge has been like a new Bumble. Yeah. Hinge is good. Yeah. So, let's talk about Bumble. In my limited experience, because I'm an old married woman. Is Bumble where the women yeah. are in, sort of in control? They have to say the first word. I have definitely like matched on many people and just let it sit there because I just, once, once you match them, I kind of just like, actually, I don't really care about you. I thought I liked you for the moment I was scrolling. Yeah, you like reconsider. <laughs> You're like, is it really worth like doing that first interaction? Yeah. <laughs> so a match just means that you clicked on each other Mm -hmm. yeah you like okay each other okay each other and then you are able to communicate if you choose what is the action like like do you get one connection a day or 20 or 50 it depends I mean I think no like you only find out if you matched when you swipe yes on that person Mm -hmm. but you can get a lot of those you can get none I mean I had like for about six months I had or maybe for 30 days I had the trial of seeing before who said yes on you and just looked through them like, like, you know, just like <laughs> this guy, I think he's really like, you know, just like fully judge mode where I'm like, I would never say yes. On that <laughs> but that's like, I mean, that just became unhealthy. And it would also be like so many men that mm-hmm. would say yes, that it's almost like, do they care at all? Like it would be people who are nothing like me. Right. Are there some people who just swipe on everyone? It feels like everyone. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. definitely those people. You might I, see them again sometimes too. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. You can do that more than once. Well, if you say no to them and then you see them again, you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. So Why? if you say no to them, they can still 
try to click with you in yeah. the future? Mm-hmm. Can yeah. you block people? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, can. you can definitely block people. But I think the algorithm after a while like reserves you yeah. people, especially if you haven't had matches in a while. Yeah. I think it tries to keep serving you. Like, there's more people. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Don't forget about John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. From my perspective, it's sometimes out of frustration where you don't have enough matches and then you just get annoyed and you start just going like that. Uh-huh. Has that happened to Morgan? Oh, it's happened a lot where it's like, there's no matches. It's annoying and whatever. Just do this because then a match will come up and it'll be some attention. So does it come in fits and starts? Yeah. It's a moody thing. Sometimes a moody there's a thing. like, ah, oh, well I want to really, you know, find someone that really I like, I like. And then sometimes it's just like, whatever, I haven't had a match. I'm just going to keep swiping. So right. it's just like an aver- a numbers game, like a batting a numbers average. game, and then you get a match, and you're like, whatever, I don't like that person, so whatever. But even that little bit of like, haha, they matched with me. I have self worth now. Yeah. Okay, so when you see someone's profile, do you just look at the picture? No, I definitely no. look through the whole profile. You do. Yeah, I like to see what they say about themselves. So you do look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and is that what in terms of how you choose? What weight do you give the profile versus the photo? Well, the thing is, it depends on the type of photo, too. Like, mm-hmm. like, are they posting, like, legitimate, you know, nice photos that, like, maybe a friend took of them and, like, it's a candid moment? Or are they, like, selfies at the gym? Like, yeah. here's <laughs> me, like, you know, on, like, like, when they're trying to look like, yeah, like, outside of a fucking private jet, like, here I am. <laughs> Where they're just trying way, way too hard. hard. So would that be a negative? That would be like, yeah, douchey. Automatic status. skip. My That's private like... jet photo is not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I rented that jet for that purpose. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, where they think that that Because so many guys flowers. do that. Oh, so many. Why do they think that that's attractive? Because they think it's attractive. They're like, I'm yeah. fucking cool. That's what they're trying to yeah. attract, is someone who's going to be like, oh my God, you have a private jet. I'm so impressed. <laughs> but they, then, that's then like they'll the get bait. mad at you for that. Yeah. Then they'll and be like, are oh, they, so you're just attracted to, like, to money. the money. And you're uh-huh. like... Why are you trying to set me up to fail, man? <laughs> exactly. That's funny. The game playing. Is like- so who has the advantage, men or women? Oh. On dating apps? Yeah. That's say women. women. Yeah. yeah. Do you agree, Morgan? Yeah, totally. I don't know. But I think even for the, like, the most attractive guy, he's probably got at most maybe 12 to 13 matches in a day, which is very high. Like mine would be more like three or four. Where I think a woman can come back with a hundred matches in a day, which is a high amount. Have you ever had a hundred in a day, Mia? Not in a day. Have you had that's excessive. 30 in a day? I would say 30 in a day. How about you, Kelsey? On Bumble, I had like during that trial, I had like 50. A day? In one day. Wow. Like in my first like three hours. What? And that's just- New meat. New meat and right. probably put yeah. me on the map when, like right away. Yeah, when you're like fresh to an app, because I, I have a habit of deleting them and then I'll have me like too. a moment of boredom and you like re upload. And when you re upload and put back your profile, then it's like fresh. Like you're just getting tons you're of matches all when you're fucking So that's, yeah. that's a technique. That's a thing people could do take their thing down and then put it back up to get more action. I did notice something that I found extremely peculiar. I matched with now he's one of my friends. This is when I was on Tinder like maybe two and a half years ago or something. I joined Tinder, thought it was disgusting. But in that month, I met my friend Paul. And I told him, I was like, because, you know, it connects to your Facebook, kind of. Like, it tells you who you have mutual friends with. 
And for me, it said I had 60 friends in common with him. And I was like, wow, we know a lot of the same people. This is crazy. And for his side, it told the truth, which was like two people, <gasps> two people. And I was like, that's really weird it, for me is counting all of our like extended, like just one removed mutual friends. And for him, it's just the actual people. Because when I finally added him on Facebook after we became friends, we just had two people in common. Wow. Oh, and I even screenshot it and sent it to him. And I was like, is this trying to make like men look better? Definitely. So that a woman feels like more comfortable. I was like, this has to be a conspiracy. <laughs> has that happened to you, Mia? No, no. I, I also don't use Tinder because right. of the, the raunchiness of it. Really? Yeah. You don't use it at all? Not Yeah, not my crowd. So let's talk about Hinge. Mm -hmm. What is that? It's pretty much just... It's like a more... Chill. Yeah, like a more <laughs> chill Tinder. Chill. <laughs> but I, I like it because you can see a person's picture and you can like it and comment. So you can, mm -hmm. yeah. you can involve your personality and your... Even if they don't swipe or click on you. Yeah, so I can go through. I can see, I see your picture, your okay. podcast picture. I'm like, oh, look at this intelligent podcaster. <laughs> I can heart it and be like, oh, what podcast are you doing? How is it going? So it's like there's a bit of personality that can be... Interesting. Which, and you get a notification that somebody yeah. matched with you oh. or somebody wants to match with Got you. Got it. Then you can decide if you yeah. want to. You can, the, yeah. And which has actually been very successful to, for me... Where, you know, because I'm not, you know, David Hasselhoff right off the bat in my pictures. I can say something with my, my cleverness. Yes, and your it's wit and charm. Yeah, and it's actually gotten me. Late. It's actually gotten you laid. It has gotten, <laughs> it has gotten me laid. I feel like it also allows, like, a reason I like it is, you know, I don't go after super fucking hot guys I also don't go after like really ugly guys I just like am really based on how they make me feel mm -hmm. and when I get you know a notification that a guy wants to match with me and I feel because of the certain things that they liked or responded to I feel like seen in a way right yeah. where you don't usually feel seen on most dating apps because it really is like I could write in my profile like I fucking hate men blah blah and they would never see it because they don't read they don't read yeah I hear that a lot, <laughs> yeah, I, hear that like, a lot. <laughs> I could literally just like go ham and say some of the craziest shit and they would never see it why do you think people don't read the profiles on other specific apps yeah I mean, Hinge, I feel like everybody reads because there's all these weird, funny questions and it's an opportunity to be funny. It's also the layout. You have if to view all pictures, there is like broken up by actual like oh, what yeah. your profile is. So like if you want to scroll to the bottom, which I'm I like I need to see every picture. Yeah, I'm not like so. a one and done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to scroll to the bottom, you have to pass that person's info. So even if you just grab like the first two blurbs, it's there. Like yeah. you, you have to visually you have pass to it. And I can report it. back that many ladies like to laugh and they love tacos. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Laughing and tacos. That's that's uh, the high percentage I've noticed in the pattern through hinge. They want someone to make them laugh and they love tacos. Also, a lot of men, and I've seen like my friend compare this, they're always talking to the dog at the party. Like everybody says wherever the dog is. And I'm just like, uh, I've seen that with women. Is that women cliche? Too. That's that overused. It's like where do, where do you, to find me at a party is one of the like little things. Oh, uh, talking to the dog. And my friend did like a whole story of he's like, I present to you girls that will be talking to the dog. <laughs> and he just screenshot like every single profile that he saw and put it in his stories. I was like, this is insane because I've seen this so many times too. So did some people say, I just want to have sex? In the actual thing? In their profile. 
I, I've never seen that. No, I've never You've seen You've never that. seen that. But based on the way that they talk to me, I can tell that's all they want. There's been dudes who kind of go straight to the point of, what are you doing tonight? I'm going here and I'll be here at 1 a.m. So meet up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty straight to the point of like, right. there's only one thing. Like we're not, right. we're not getting tacos at 1 a.m. Yeah. And they always so that happens. Yeah. Like immediately they want your number. They're like, I hate yes. these things. I hate these things. Like let's talk. And I'm like, no, I need to be a little bit more. Well, yeah, before and I that's actually that. something that I learned to from Kelsey to help my <laughs> toxic masculinity of just, uh, you know, oh yeah, like you need to like care about the person, you know, because I do I do care. You mean pretend to care or well, really care? Well, you really care, but also like, oh well, it's not even about like not caring. It's just like not being aware of the perception of just saying like, yo, okay, cool, hi, nice to meet you, let me have your number. Yeah. Where, you know, that's like, one, it's also so, just like safety precautions. Like, men don't really have to think about the phone. Yeah. Time, which so is, like, it's being aware that she needs to feel safe to give her phone number. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which we do not think about that, which I, you know, through different things of conversations and ironically enough, through a bit that Louis C.K. does about <laughs> women and about how scary men are. Oh, yeah. I think men are very much unaware of how terrifying it is and how terrifying it is to meet a man randomly in public that you don't know how much you have to go through to like be like, okay, Check hopefully yourself. he doesn't kill me. We're, we're just like, whatever, it's going to be great. I'm so awesome. It's going to be cool. She thinks I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for the ladies, do you ever... Think about a, an exit plan, or are you aware of Absolutely. your safety? Do you bring constantly? Like, what do you do constantly? Always like, a public place. Yeah, always a really like where there's a lot of people, like where you know you can be noticed. So you would never go to someone's place. Um, it depends. I mean, how many dates in are we? And like, no dates in. Okay, first time. I have done that before, but that was after we spent like you know, four or five hours together and we were just laughing and conveniently he lived down the street. Okay. So what percentage of men do you get a creepy vibe from? I mean, if I get a creepy vibe from them, I've already gotten it before I even met them. Right. So just from superficial interaction, pre-meeting in real life, what percentage of men, Mia, do you get a creepy vibe from? Out of 10, let's say. Out of 10? Yeah. I want to say like five really but i also me personally i don't like like aggressive people so someone may to someone else may not be aggressive Uh but i will feel like someone's pretty creepy threshold yeah okay how about you kelsey uh probably like most of the time more than five more than five (laughs) really creepy vibes but it's also based on like the way that they are trying to play this like soft boy. Yes. Like they're like almost, you know, like a fuck boy in soft boy's clothing. Like, <laughs> where they're just like, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know. Or like apologizing for saying something or like overly apologizing. That's when I'm like, something's up with this. So not thing. necessarily creepy, but just like annoying or just like too so, passive. Yeah. Well, no, like insecure and like, in this really weird way where I'm like, 
not giving them a reason to feel that way, mm-hmm. but they're like, if I don't reply right away, they're like, you know what? Never mind. I'm just being weird. You know, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm like, why are you so insecure? Like, I literally just matched with you. I'm sorry. I'm busy right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like the slightest kind of hint of rejection starts yeah. to put up flags. Like you could not answer someone right away. Like, fuck you. I yeah. thought you were ugly anyway. Exactly. And, and, and it's just insane. It's like, I, I can't give you my intention right now. And you get that. And like, they get like mad. They get right. like there are there are people I, I have some patients who get really defensive and really angry they feel really entitled that if someone doesn't text them back right away they're a total dick yeah I mean I or they'll say she was a psycho bitch I mean even guys that I've like this one guy not too long ago I was in a movie and by the way I like kind of had like a one week flank maybe like we fucked like twice maybe okay and we still follow each other on the internet, but we don't talk ever. And it had been That's maybe, called orbiting, by the way. Yes, we orbit. But I hadn't talked to him in maybe a year. And I get a text from him and he's like, hey, do you want to come over tonight, blah, 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 to like, you know what? I don't really care about you either. Like, <laughs> I get it. I get that you hate me and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh my God. And I replied and I was like, whoa, dude, I'm sorry. I was in a movie the last two hours, like, first of all. And second of all, why do you think I hate you? Like, are you that fucking surprised that I have my own life and I'm not answering a guy I haven't talked to in a year right away? Like, dude. That is a great (laughs) example. Just like People's pathology really screams out very quickly. Like, I could probably look at someone's Twitter account and their text profile and be able to diagnose them pretty accurately (laughs) just based on how they're talking to people. Yeah. But I also think it's like what the internet has created. For sure. It's an anonymous culture, which, you know. An instant gratification. For instance, like if you met a person at a bar and you're like, can I buy you a drink? And they're like, no, 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 thank you. You want to be like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Yeah. And and if you did, I mean, it happens. It It happens. But like. The level of that uh, someone uh, entitlement allowing themselves to do that would be less because it's like you have a person in front of your face. Exactly. Right, yeah. And That's I don't know true. what it is. It's some weird. I've experienced it. I feel it. It's like a rejection. It's a very childish thing. And actually, through just t- talking to Kelsey, thinking about it, doing therapy, like being like, okay, this is ridiculous. It's, it's like it's a it's a very hungry part of a person. It's like this very hungry, angry person that like also knows like, whatever, there's no consequences. I'm gonna release my rage, my pent up rage that I've had for how many years onto this person that I don't know, because whatever, it's the internet, I can just say this to them. Right, disinhibiting. But, but the problem is, is they're a person. Right. How do you determine your hotness level in terms of who you feel is in your league versus out of your league? I don't know about leagues. I know about like types of people. Like I feel like when like, you know, I see super, like, not my type of guy, like, you know, douchebag in front of his car, like, probably only dates, like, tan, tall supermodels that wear mini skirts and heels, like, very, very feminine women, which, by the way, I wish I was like that. <laughs> like, I really do. I think that's beautiful. But there are men who just match with me, and I'm like, do you even take the time to, like, look at who I am? Because I am not your type. Like, I know I'm not. And we're never going to actually talk on this 
<laughs> like we're never gonna talk. We're gonna match if I match with you, but like you know, I have the wherewithal to be like, this is never gonna happen. So I guess like it's more in like in terms of types of people, but I find that men are so much more at the time willing to like match with somebody that's so not with them. Who's more desperate, men or women? Men. <laughs> yeah. We have all three of you say men. I was gonna let it work. 100%. <laughs> Why? Why are you more desperate? Uh, I'm, I, I don't know exactly. I think because uh, it's a, well, there's biologically, there's probably a reason for it, but also there's sure. just more women just. Pickier, they're less. They're less. Women uh, are the gatekeepers. I think yeah, women have the more power. I, it's easier for a woman if she wanted to to walk up to a guy and be like, "Hey, do you want to hook up? Like, or do you want to?" I mean, it doesn't need to be that extreme, but you know what I mean. Like, any girl could really go up to a guy, yeah. and the chances of a guy being like, "Yeah, that sounds great," is pretty high. But a guy coming up to a girl, it's a bit more. The chances lower, like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah guys are more in a desert, and like someone's offering a, some water. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, of course I'll have some water. <laughs> or a girl is like in a tropical rainforest surrounded by water yeah. and fruit. And like, ah, I'll drink water whenever I need to. Yeah. It depends on attraction. Like, I, I wonder about girls that are not that attractive if they have more of a desperation. I have noticed that, like, more unattractive girls, like, there's more of a desperation and a neediness, you know. Are guys willing to hook up with girls that aren't? Very attractive, just to have sex. Yes, they Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you say what, like eighty, ninety percent of men would just, yeah, d- just have totally. sex, even if someone's not physically attracted yeah. to them? Do girls do that too? Uh, I've definitely slept with guys that weren't super attractive, but they made me laugh. Okay, so there was some appeal. Yeah, it, you weren't just sleeping with them because you were horny. Mm. I've definitely done that, but usually when I'm sleeping with somebody because I'm horny, I, they're really hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about ghosting. Okay. Have you ever ghosted a woman, Morgan? Completely like dead, like just like nothing. Disappear. I think I did once. Just once? Yeah. I think you have before. I think I have. I'm trying to think. I like kind of ghost, but then when someone will come back, I'll like, I find it hard to do. I really don't believe, I believe in like the humanity of life. You do. So it's you like, do. if like, you know. Like he'll reply to them, but there are people you definitely don't jive with and then they yeah. might want you more so because you're not as like, yeah, you know, desperate for them. But I, I, I think I did it to like one person completely. But Okay. So you don't... I, like, ghosted someone, but then they just... Well, they just replied to me now, and I replied to them. So I have an okay. example of doing it. Okay. And then they just replied... They said, how are you doing? And, like, weeks later, and I did say... But he's uh, too nice. I'm fine. Yeah, you, you, you're nice. Uh, this is yeah. nothing to apologize for. No, it's definitely you not know? something to feel insecure about. Mia, have you ever ghosted someone? Yeah. More than once? Like, a couple people. And, and but, why did... Why that instead of, like... Hey, good luck. I mean, nice knowing you. To be fair, one of them was like a true ex, and it ended badly. And it was one of those, like, I don't think we should continue any form of communication at all, even though, like, this person had months later after the breakup tried to reach out to me, but it was such, like, a volatile relationship that I was like, I just, no, this is just going to be a complete, right. like, silent That's more boundaries. I don't know. If that's yeah, like, that's but, but I, I have ghosted other... Like, I, I've ghosted a girl, 
yeah, I didn't know how to approach it. Mm-hmm. Girls were very new to me at the time. Mm-hmm. And she... I've definitely ghosted women before. Yeah. The girls were very new, and I just didn't really know where their head was at. And so I just kind of stopped because I didn't know how to say, like, I think I'm okay for now. (laughs) That was interesting and really fun, but I don't want to see you again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So these were sexual partners. Mm -hmm. And same for you, Kelsey? Uh, Yes. Have you ghosted guys? Yes, I absolutely have. But usually if they continue to try and talk to me after, Mm -hmm. like, a couple times, I will be like, hey, dude, I just wasn't feeling it. But then sometimes it's necessary to ghost because they're just so fucking like on your nuts and you're just like, I, I just feel personally intruded upon. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm just like, if I even say anything, you're going to think just by responding that I'm like into you, even if I'm saying I hate you. So a lot of men in my office complain that women are too nice or they pretend to be nice. That they don't just that. say like no like no thank you like they well, come that's up because we're afraid yeah i really killed. hate that it's it's women to be killed yeah women don't being say honest it. is like really hard sometimes well that's that's what i want to say and to to men out there it's like it's 98% of the time someone just not knowing how to say something that makes them uncomfortable not because you know because they they're afraid they hate a person or something it's just cuz cuz men when they get that 98% of the time, most of them, you know, can't just be like, okay, sounds good. If they got that response. They're just so fragile. You know, so like if they get the response, like, you know, oh, I just, you know, we don't have chemistry, you know, unless they know something, unless they have a friend like Kelsey, like I do, where you're like, oh yeah, that means she's not feeling it. Most of the time they'll be like, well, why not? What's going on with that? You know, and as Kelsey just said, so you're, you're going to like have to then go invest more emotional energy into this person where like, if they could just respect the fact that you, you know, were like, no, thank you. So if you do ghost, is it because you feel like you have to? Most of the time. It's not just because you're fully creeped out. I see. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just like, I don't even want to. And I have to block them if they like continue to. I have so many people blocked on it for sure. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know if it's ghosting if you have to block people, but I've had to block people. There's just people who also, you were just being nice, like you were trying to be do the thing that they think like they would like girls to do is be nice and upfront and kind of make it clear like their boundaries. And even doing that, they sent like I've had men think like, oh, she just must be really into me. It's like I'm trying not to be an asshole. Okay, yeah. But you really think I'm into you, and now I like if I say like I'm, I just don't think about you that way, or like I don't feel it that way. Then they get offended. Like, well, then why would you talk yeah. to me when I reached out to you, and why would you say this to me? It's Here's like, the thing: because like, women I, are human beings, guys. Yeah. That's why. Like, <laughs> I really, really want men to understand. Most of the time, is that. A woman, like, I hate when they get mad at me for being, like, nice or kind or compassionate towards them because I guess this is, like, I want them to be able to see me and other people as they don't only fucking be nice to the people they want to fuck because that's how they see it. Yeah, They're like, why would she pay attention to me if she doesn't? Want, want to fuck me like yeah. and it's like oh is that how you are with everyone like you only give time and attention emotional energy to people you want to sleep with that's 
well, I'm not like that. And it's really hard for you to understand that. And then that. it's used so against you. And then they get mad yeah. at you. They're like, why would you, you're being like that with everyone. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> like I'm a human being. Like, I don't know. Just, Morgan, would you rather someone be upfront and tell the truth or be nice as a guy? Oh, upfront. Totally. I love honesty, you know? Do you get pissed? Do you feel... I mean, I've gone through a whole journey of like, you know, I mean, I think there's a, a, a small child inside everybody that's like, what, you don't want to play with me? You know, or it's yeah. like, and, but I've educated myself. I've woke myself enough to be like, yeah, but like, whatever, man, that's how she feels. Like, that's fine. Like, and there's a lot of more people and I, I prefer it just speeding up time. You know, it happened recently. I went on a, a date. We had a nice dinner. The next day I, I said, you know, that was a nice fun date. And the girl said, I had a really great time too. I just don't think there's a, you know, anything romantic between us. But, you know, if you want to be friends, that would be cool with me. But I can understand if that's not, you know. And I, I was like, I felt that feeling of like wanting to know why and wanting to, to grill her and be like, let me know about myself. And, and I thought of Kelsey and what we've talked about. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I don't need to know that. I made a joke, though, because I think it's always good to use humor with that. And I was like, but what? I already picked out the wedding dress. <laughs> and then I said, J- I said, JK. And, you always leave with like a little joke. And I so. said, I said, agape it is because she was Italian. <laughs> and that's it. And it's like, OK, like why? Am, but without Kelsey's counsel, would you have said, well, there, wh- what was it? There, about was a, there was an extremely large impulse to be like, well, why not? Why don't you feel romantic? What was it? You don't like the way I look or what's the deal? Like, you know, like what, what, why, why, why? And do you think people have a right to feedback or not? I think it's like unnecessary. It's like, dude, maybe it's not personal at all. Like, I'm just not feeling you. It's, it's just like, why do you have to make this such a big deal? Right. There's either chemistry or there isn't. Yeah. And if I wasn't feeling it, also it's like kind of a turnoff when a guy doesn't even detect even a little bit that you're not feeling it. That means they're like fully not even seeing you. Have guys said to you like, well, why not? Or what's wrong? Or what did I do? Or is my dick not big enough? Or <laughs> maybe not is my dick not big enough, but I've definitely had like the, like, what's wrong? I thought this, I thought we were having a good time. Yes. You get that? Yeah. Oh, the words. You get that, also gotten, like, why are you denying how you feel about that? Oh. <laughs> like full blown like gaslighting where I'm just like, what? Like where I'm so mad that I just want to like scream at them. I mean, where I'm just like, dude, just fucking leave me alone. But that yeah, is hilarious. Dating is awesome. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I felt that energy at dinner the other night. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you don't know about me because you didn't fucking ask. Like, <laughs> I think that a, a really good way to look at it is like a bartender. Like when you go into a bar and a bartender, a woman bartender is really friendly to you. And a lot of guys you oh, know, yeah, that will, will be talking out. to a bartender, a hot bartender, and they'll think like, oh my God, this bartender is so into me. It's like, no, she's working. She's doing her, she's doing her she's job. job. She wants tips. So she's what is it in men job. that, like, there must be so emotionally vacant that a woman just being nice or kind or, you know, smiling somehow is like, oh, yeah, that means this is she on. totally will bang me. Because that's how they, when they're nice people, it's because they want to bang them. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the impression. I mean, like, I have friends who have just taken to just scowling and who like they have it in them to just be literally a guy comes up they're like fuck off I have zero interest in that and I want to be that person at times like I'm teach me I I need to defend myself 
But I, I don't know, something about it was like, but that's just too much. Like, that's just harsh. Just but I think yeah. that's the equal energy to catcalling, honestly. Like, I think that that's the feminine equivalent mm -hmm. on the other side of what that is, of what catcalling is. And when men see that from women are like, oh, scared to death because women are emotionally tend to be stronger anyway, but they keep it in a different place. And when they do, when you do that, it's like a guy's like, oh, it's great. Because, the worst is when they're fucking, they're like. But you run the risk with a guy, because we're psycho, that like you could do that and they can- And they'll be like, I wasn't gonna into you anyway. Yeah. Right. Or, like, they're like, like, do you think this is sexual? I was just trying to be friends. Like, right. and you're like, Sorry. Yeah, sure, okay. sure, okay. sure. Because two seconds ago, you were literally like, eyeing my tits. Have you time. met anyone through a hookup app that you ended up in a relationship with? No. You? Uh, well, I mean, like a, not long term, but I would, it was like a month and a half. I don't know if that's a relationship though. Mia? No. 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 <laughs> no. Hmm. My sister just got on Hinge. She just got divorced, by the way. And then she got on Hinge. She had been in a relationship for like 15 plus years. And she got on Hinge and two weeks later met like this great guy and they've been dating for about six or seven months. Nice. And they're like cute as fuck together. Aww. And I'm just like, I don't get it. What am I doing <laughs> now? Like, you, you've been on the market for like two weeks and you meet this like great, well-adjusted, funny man <laughs> who has like two kids and is super smart and works for like a good company and like... You've like found like the jackpot and you were on Hinge for like two weeks. That's cool. Oh yeah, I've definitely <laughs> had friends who have like gotten married from being on like Bumble. They met their significant other through Bumble or, or Hinge. I have friends who have like met the love of their life. Yeah. So if someone wants crazy. to meet someone, like a quality person and, and find a partner, a life partner, what app do they use? I've found apparently, I had to get off OkCupid, but I know OkCupid you have the there's so many questions i mean i usually would answer them like while i was sitting on the toilet in the morning because like you just have to fill up the long the more you fill up those questions the more likely you're gonna find somebody who matches with mm -hmm. you like actually percentage wise mm -hmm. and anytime i would have a really high percentage i'd like go into the guy's questions and see in certain cat like which which ones did he answer the question that matters most to me mm -hmm. I think what I've been looking at, and this is for men or, you know, I guess women too, but like, if you think about when you read stories of, you know, older couples where they fall in love, how they met, they met some interesting place, you know, some, how they met was a kind of a story. Be beautiful something or other. That's why they fell in love. That's why they got married. So what guy thinks that the beginning of any relationship that's going to actually matter is going to start with like you nagging and being an asshole to a girl it's like, you know. It's like it worked once in high school for them, so now they're doing it. But it's also like, it's also the story of like, oh, how'd you meet her? Oh, well, I kind of like took her apart on a computer program <laughs> and like kind of insulted her. And it was like love from first sight. Like, and it's then like, she felt the need to prove herself to me. And, you know, it's, like, like, it's how I think of catcalling. Like when a guy's like, oh, like nice tits or like, hey, cutie. It's like, what did you expect to come from that interaction? Yeah, did exactly. you expect yeah. me to turn around and be like, oh my God, let's talk more. And then they get mad at you for ignoring them. Yeah. Like, Fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't win. You're just like uptight. If I even look you in the eye, you're gonna like maybe rape me later. Because you're the kind of guy that fucking yells nice tits to a girl from across the street. So if I even look at you or give you the time of day, you might fucking rape me later. Like, yeah. 
If I if like, I don't think I even gonna... liked it, you're gonna call me like a desperate hoe or something. Like, it's just it's just so fucking navigating it is just it, yeah. It's, it's a like, mind game. I just have to keep walking. So, <laughs> do you meet people in other ways? Absolutely. I go to concerts alone a lot. I go to bars alone sometimes, depending on my mood, because I like to read in bars. I know that's weird, but <laughs> like, like when you know when it's still daytime, like while the sun's going down or something, I'll like you know pull up a spot if the bar is quiet and like read and order a cheese plate or something. And I've found it has like if I go anywhere alone, it's always a good opportunity to meet a nice, attractive guy that respects my space. A human person that you can have eye contact with. Yeah. How about you, Mia? So far, it's really just through friends, like friends of friends. I think I'm still young enough where there's a lot of like, we're going to so-and-so's house and like people are going to be there and there's people you've never seen before, but they're a friend of a friend. So you get introduced and like, that's how the circle grows. And that's how I find I meet more people like, oh, it turns out he knows so-and-so that I work with. So we'll be seeing them there, but... Is there comfort in friend of a friend? Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would prefer. I like I want to meet someone in real life. Like honestly, to be quite honest, it's mostly exhausting the dating app thing. It's stupid. It's yeah. exhausting and like sometimes it's it's good, but it's like it's it's oddly not organic. It can maybe be there, but the percentage is so low. It's like when you meet someone in real life, it's you know It's so much more exciting. You just have it's the natural circumstances of of your life work together better and and for me you know it's really important the social connections that that person has because i've had a lot of relationships where that's not there you know where the it's very isolated and i feel that that happens with the dating app a lot you'll meet someone it's like you're you don't know anyone i know so it's kind of weird like so i'm going to start dating this person and then our social circles are completely separate so like yeah we can have sex for a while we can go out doing dates but what happens when we have to like move to the next level of a relationship and people and and you live in a whole different world than my world and that makes me then I don't want to see this person anymore because also, like I feel like humor translates better when you meet the person organically like some guys just don't get my humor and I'm not going to explain it to them like if they get it they get it if they don't sad for them but like I don't know I feel like in person people can really read your humor and if you are being sardonic or like, you know, you're pretending to care, apathetic, but you're kind of like there, but you're kind of making fun of like your whole situation, then they like get the humor. But a if, lot is lost in translation. Yeah, which is actually, text which actually is very frustrating because you're like, you know, you're yourself and you're on this weird program and then you're expressing it and then someone could just be very judgmental about who you are. Totally. And then you have to start being like, what, is there something wrong with me or something like you know, and then, you know, one out of 10 times you get the person, you can make a joke, they get it. And you're like, okay, I like this person. But oftentimes, because who knows who the personality is of the person you're matching, they totally don't even understand you. And they're like, then become like, it makes you question yourself where you're like, okay, I, is, is there something wrong with me? They, you know? Then they project this idea onto you. Like this guy was like, can I be honest with you? If I don't come off as creepy and I'm like, oh, great. This is like the worst way to start. Yeah, <laughs> great lead Yeah, like, great lead. Like, that means you're probably about to say something creepy. And then he was like, I detect like a lot of sadness in you. And I've been like talking to this guy. Like, we met on Hinge. Like, like there's nothing. And he's like, I just detect like, obviously, you're very like sensitive to, I think when people are intimidated by you, like just analyzing oh me. Oh, my God. And I'm like. 
dude, how can you how can you detect sadness in me and like say that like be care I said to him, I was like, be careful not to project your idea of me onto my real self. Good for you. And he was like, I don't think that's what I'm doing. And I was like, really? Because we've had like maybe three exchanges on here. And then when I said, why do you detect sadness? He's like, your tattoo in limbo. And I was like, that's a Radiohead song. And he was like, he was like, yeah, but obviously it has meaning to you. And I was like, wow, (laughs) profound, dude. Like, just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, just chill out. Like, why why are you like projecting? Like, this is the worst. When you go on a date, guys do not even care what you're actually like. They're just like, I really like you. Like, they'll interrupt you to be like, you're so cute. And you're like, I'm just talking passionately about something. And we met about 10 minutes ago. But, like, you really like me? You don't even fucking know me yet. Right. Yeah. But they they don't care to get past that. Right. They just like this idea that they've formed of you right. in their head. And they're not going to try and get to know you because that's irrelevant to them. Can you relate to that, Mia? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- there have been guys who... I will just be like, we've been in a group and I've been saying something like, oh, I'd love to go to that concert or I love this group. I love that about you. I'm like, yeah, we just Where met. they're like, they're almost like pat you on the head. It's like a verbal patting on yes. the head. Like, oh, but it was as like strong. Yeah. Every, every answer I gave was like, that's amazing. I love that about you. It's like, that, this can't be the answer. You have like, to you everything I say. It, it, it just got like too much. I was like, what is do that you just mean? like a line to get in bed? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like maybe trying to be nice. In bed. Like, it, it's to me, it's like them trying to indicate that they're listening, but not really listening. Like they don't really care for the answer, but they heard it and they want you like to encourage your answer. Yeah, or it's like the whole like, like it's almost like a you're not like other girls. Like you're special. You like yeah. care about stuff. Yeah. And usually that's you're like different. a red flag because <laughs> if they say like you know you're not like other girls, it's usually a red flag because. That means they're judging like your entire gender (laughs) and they think everybody's lower, but you're, you're like higher. Yeah. You passed the bar to them. Okay. I think women can say that though. You're like, you're not like the other guys. I feel like that's. I've never said that to a guy. I don't think I've ever said that. I guess I'm wrong. All right. (laughs) (laughs) There's research that shows that in modern times, sex comes before dating that people have sex together to decide whether or not they want to date, right. whether they want to introduce First each date. other to their friends, whether they want to go out to dinner. It's flipped. It's like you don't get to know someone and then see if you want to have sex, you have sex, and then see if you want to get to know them. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree totally. that that's a trend? Totally. Which I don't totally. think is good, though. Why not? Because I think sex is a, is a chemical inducer in your brain, and... It's like doing drugs. It's like meeting someone and doing a bunch of drugs with them. And you're going to be like, yeah, I, I like this person because, like, you know, like I, we got high together. But then you don't really know them. And if you slowly get to know the person and also how much more, I don't know, I think love comes, I think love is birthed better from really getting to know someone and then having sex with them. But you I think the sex is better, too, if you know them? I think so. I, you know. What do you think? Mia? I think... The sex is better. It but all depends. Like, it gets better as you get to, like, liking each other. Yeah. And, like, usually if the sex is good and they're cool, it's like, well, I want to keep doing this. And then you feel, like, more free in bed so the sex gets better as opposed to, like, I've, like, fallen in love before having sex with somebody before. And, like, the day I told him I loved him, we had sex. 
I liked at first that it wasn't based on sex and that like we were very real with each other, but eventually it was like, I just want you to fucking bang me. Like mm-hmm. I hear that a lot from yeah. women. A lot. Like, why are you being so like gentle and like, you know, like just like sometimes I just want to fuck, you know? Hey, and, you like, just want to get fucked. Yeah. And like I feel like a lot of men don't realize that. Like I hear that from a lot of the wives that I treat who's They'll say their husbands are too tentative or too passive or too gentle or too loving. And they're like, I just want to get banged. It's like, sometimes I just want that. Okay. But have you said that? Did you say it? Yeah. Or did you just leave it as an unknown variable? No, I totally said it. I mean. And then what happens when you say that? They just try to bang or they're just like, okay. It's like, okay. Well, like maybe he wasn't in that. Like him and I didn't have like a fucking fuck fest relationship. Yeah. So can't get enough of Morgan, Kelsey, and Mia? Neither can I. Tune in next week for part two. You've been listening to Sex Savvy. If you find value in this podcast, please like, follow, share, comment, or review on your favorite podcast app. Your participation helps keep Sex Savvy free and available to all who are interested. Kimberly and the entire Sex Savvy team appreciate your loyalty and support.